Welcome to From Beer to the Bible with your host, Urban Lee. Each week, you'll hear stories from Urban's road to sobriety and steps you can take to help you or a loved one find healing through Jesus Christ. Now, here's your host, Urban Lee. Welcome. I'm going to talk about gratitude today, and I want to start off briefly with a prayer. Father God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We're so grateful for not only our sobriety, but all of those you've brought to sobriety over the years. In Jesus' name we pray. I have a scripture that talks about gratitude. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. My co-host Scott is back with us today. Scott, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you doing, Irvin? Hey man, all is good. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, having a good conversation around gratitude. And as I look at the scripture I just read, I'm reminded. And my my great grandmother used to say it to me this way. She used to say, "Baby, thank God for as good as it is. Thank God for as good as it is." And I think it took me about thirty years to really understand what she was saying to me. And to understand that no matter my circumstances, my conditions, my challenges, my burdens, my cares of life, thank God and be grateful that he is God and that he loves us and that he provides for us, even in the midst of our sin, our shame and our addictions. So let's really just delve into how important gratitude is to a our sobriety and to our recovery. Yeah, I think, you know, along those lines, I, I was introduced to gratitude coming out of rehab. The mm-hmm. day I left, I had a text message on my cell phone, which I had not had access to for a month. Yep. And it was from a, a gentleman who helped me do my step work uh, when I was in treatment. And it was a, a it was a list, had a handful of things on it. Yeah. Next day around 6, 630 in the morning, there was another one. Next mm-hmm. day, there was another one. I finally texted him. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. He said, well, I, I send my sponsees a gratitude list every day. My hope is that they'll send one back to me. Okay. So I, I wanted what he had. And so I started doing that, not yeah. thinking much about it. And, uh, and in fact, I was just, I was sitting here looking while you were talking. This is the, this is the, the list I sent today to him and I sent it to my sponsees. My gratitude list was God, Amy, Joe, my MVP, help peace of mind, spirit of calm, house full of kids, laughter, gratitude, perspective, and right. all y'all. That's good. And That's good. I didn't realize the benefit of it until it was well after, it was probably almost a year, a little over a year after I had left treatment and we were skiing at Snowmass, and my youngest daughter, Caroline, who's an excellent snow skier, right. had had private coaches at Copper Mountain, was skiing freestyle. Mm-hmm. I just skied really, really well, um, even to the point some people are saying, you know, y'all ought to consider moving up here full-time for a ski. Well, right. that year we had gone to Snowmass instead of Copper Mountain. And first run of the day, I'm skiing behind her, and she had a freak accident where she ended up going through a log rail fence, and the rails were bigger than my thighs mm-hmm. at over 30 miles an hour. Wow. And uh, flipped over the top rail. Uh, landed between two pine trees, just right, straddling one tee in her uh, tree, and her head back tucked where the back of her neck was up against another pine tree. And uh, the, just so happened that morning, the head ski patrol guy uh, 
head of ski patrol for Snowmass was there and over the fence. Mm-hmm. And then I was the second one there and over the fence. And he started examining from the your head down to make sure that nothing was broken. I mean, I, I right. thought I was going to ski up on my daughter being dead or quadriplegic paralyzed right. somehow after witnessing what I saw and gets through her neck's fine, broke, no broken back. Um, figured out there was a lot of pain in her, in her right f- ski boot. Her skis had come off. Um, legs weren't broken, but then was concerned about internal damage. And he yeah. said, you know, he saw the accident happen too. And when he found out her skiing background and ability, and he said, okay, if I take her height, how fast she was probably going, he said, you know, had a, a Lexus sedan hit that fence right. at the rate of speed she was going, it would have totaled the car. Yeah. Uh, he said, so we need to check for internal injuries. He called a head, one of the head doctors at the Aspen hospital. And they figured out, okay, we think she's safe enough not to life flight, but get her an ambulance, get her to the hospital. Right. We get to the hospital where the first one's in that morning in the Aspen emergency room and and she's laying in, in this little private room there and, and uh, just fear in her eyes and mm-hmm. immense pain, not hysterical. She's calm, but in a lot of pain. But you can see there's a lot of fear in her eyes and, and everybody kind of left the room after they checked all this stuff. And, and it was just me and her. And she looked up at me and she said, um, you know, with a tear running down her eyes, she said, Dad, am I going to die today? Mm-hmm. I was like, sweetheart, no. You know, they, they've already told us, you know, that you're, you're not going to die today. Right. Yeah. We've got to run some more tests to find out if there's any internal damage, but anything major you, you, you're cleared of. We still got to find out what's wrong with your boot. And, and I didn't know where this came from, but in that moment of looking at the fear on her face, I said, sweetheart, the only thing I know to do is to let's talk about the things we're grateful for. Yeah. And I'll start. And I started a gratitude list. Yeah. You know, I thank God that the head ski patrol guy was on that side of the mountain and was the first one over the fence. Mm-hmm. I was grateful that the entire ski patrol team that was early that morning heard about a little girl and all came around and rallied around her. And there were women who were on ski patrol that were high-fiving her and, hey, you can come ski with us. And you're also right. been encouraging her that we were the first ones there in the hospital. And World Cup was going on at Aspen. Her doctor happened to be Lindsay Vaughn's doctor. That's who treated her and took care of her broken bone that right. she had one of the top doctors in the world take care of her. Mm-hmm. That all happened. It wasn't planned. Yeah. You know, and I just started thanking God for that stuff. And then she started talking about things she was grateful for. And we finished and I said a prayer and I didn't know it, but the nurse had come back in and she walked over to the table and she said, sweetheart, I see these accidents every day. Mm-hmm. And I want to tell you, your dad is a wise man. Most people don't come in here and think about what to be grateful for. They come in here and it's fear and it's worry and it's pain. And your dad was right. Think about in the toughest times in life, what you're grateful for. And it'll change your perspective. Yeah. And yeah. she turned and walked out. And then, uh, my ex-wife who's my wife at the time. I now my ex-wife walked in and I walked outside and sat down and just started crying. And, yeah. and, and I realized it and I opened it and looked at my phone and there was a text from the gentleman who had sent me that text message the day I left rehab. And I opened it up and, and sent him a text said, now I know why you do this every day. Yeah. And now I understand why it's important. Yeah. I think we can never lose sight of gratitude. And when I got out of rehab, I heard the word a lot and I went and I, lo- I looked it up and I want to read the definition of it. The quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, and to return kindness 
And I think the, the, the important part of that definition is the readiness to show appreciation for and to be able to return kindness. There were a lot of things that I was grateful for, but I didn't really realize it. And while I understood what the word meant, I'm not sure I always early on in my sobriety work walked in gratitude and really applied it to my life. And for me, gratitude is when I want to change the way I feel. That's when I will go through my list of things that I'm grateful for and what I'm grateful about in the Lord. And where one used to drink to change the way I I, I felt, I had to learn to use that gratitude list as another tool to help me change the way I feel. So on days I would feel down early in my sobriety, I would just start and say, okay, I'm going to count 12 things that I'm grateful for Mm -hmm. today, Lord. And honestly, by the time I got to seven or eight, I was smiling and I was, I was feeling good. So I, I use gratitude as a way to get, keep, and to stay sober in my life. And it actually helped me realize and rebuild my relationships, um, not only with my family, but more importantly with my wife, because I was, I was grateful for the fact that she stayed with me um, during those times when I was in my active addiction. And I think one of the keys to anybody who wants to recover or in recovery is to keep gratitude at the forefront mm-hmm. of of the tools that you will use. And it is so important because it roots out the selfishness and the self-centeredness that is so common for addicts and those who suffer from addiction. Well, and also I think, and I totally agree. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a key part of my recovery program and something I, I do almost daily. There's certainly days that I miss it, but almost daily. And, um, you know, and changing that perspective and getting the focus off me or what did I do and thinking about, well, what has God done for me? What has he given me? And sometimes it's as simple as a good cup of coffee. You know, we had that mm-hmm. big, we had that big freeze here in Texas, right? And it was, thank you for electricity and natural gas and, and indoor plumbing. Yeah. Uh, you know, running water, you know, things I'd taken for granted, you know, and, and a lot of people were suffering from, um, you know, with, without having it. And, um, you know, I'm reminded one of the scriptures, Psalms 24, 145.18 says, when the peace of Christ rules in our hearts, thankfulness overflows. Even in the darkest of times, we can praise God for his love, his sovereignty, and his promise to be near us when we call. Um, you know, I mean, Scripture always, throughout Scripture, talks about giving thanks and praise in the good times and the bad times. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen that work in my life in, in both of those, you know, whether it was the, my daughter's ski accident or, you know, about coming up on three years soon, my dad passing away. And that was a, a tough day, tough few days, you know, but I, I got to sit and think about all the things I was grateful for about the dad I had mm-hmm. and, and uh, all the years that I had him in my life, you know, at that point, the 50 years I had him in my life. Yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, and daily I still think about things I'm grateful for as it relates to him and what he taught me and what he showed me and what he demonstrated because he was a faithful man of God mm-hmm. who ended up being my best friend and one of my biggest champions as I came through addiction to the other side of it. Yeah. And as I, as I think about those of us who suffer from addiction, there are several signs or 
I will call them symptoms that show up. And one is low self-esteem and low self-worth. And I think gratitude, the list, thinking about it, understanding it and applying it to your life, it, it shines a light on your low self-esteem and your low self-worth because you've been beat up so much by the world, your, your enemy and unintentionally a lot of times even by our families because we've been like this self-willed tornado that leaves all of this collateral damage. And at the root of that, a lot of times the symptoms of the root issue is low self-worth, lack of confidence, people pleasing. And I think working on being grateful, uh, as the word says, in all circumstances shows us that, hey, we have a challenge with our confidence, our self-worth. And then those are things that you can start to address in your recovery with your sponsor, yep. with your with your counselors. And and I remember the the my counselor talking to me about you you have to be grateful. You have to realize all of the things you had because my mindset through addiction had shifted my focus on all of the things I did not have, all of the really bad things I've done. And I never took any time prior to coming to rehab to think about all of the wonderful things that were in my life. I was so focused on, I don't have this, I need this. And the enemy had totally shifted my mindset to where I was no longer a glass half full. I was the glass is empty and this is a mm-hmm. horrible life, God. How could you do this to me? So lack of gratitude not only leads to the things that we've spoken of earlier, it also leads to you become angry at God, like God did this to you. And I think by the time I got to rehab, I was I was looking around and I was looking for someone to blame. And it's unfortunate. Sometimes we point the finger at God as like if God is wrong. And I didn't realize it at the time. And I'm thinking, man, you did all this to yourself. This is the consequences of this. What God did and I should have been grateful for was he gave me those twins, grace and mercy to get me through that. I didn't kill myself, that I didn't end up in jail, that I didn't kill anybody else. And he put me in a place for 31 days where I could seek him, seek recovery and find out who he created and made me to be while he restored my confidence, my faith and my trust in myself, which is all missing because active alcoholism and addiction strips you of all of that. Yeah. I think there's another thing that comes with, uh, doing a gratitude list and, and thinking about it daily. And, and one is also that it not be rote and it doesn't have to be long and it doesn't have to be wordy, but you know, so there's, you know, you know, God and Christ are on there daily. My wife's on there daily. My kids are on there daily, but there's other things that change and thinking about what those are, but there's also balance. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I heard this, this story. There's this legend, a Solomon had a ring he had made that, 
um, he wanted things to cheer him up when things were not good. You know, whether that was with wives, the economy, whatever's going on in his country. And the, the ring was inscribed, this too shall pass. And it would make him happy like this, this tough time or whatever this challenge or frustration is, or this depression is going to pass, mm-hmm. right? The good times are going to come. And at some point he got mad, threw it on the ground and was angry because for whatever reason, and when he looked at the ring on the inside description of the ring was this too mm-hmm. shall pass, right? The good times are going to come and the bad times are going to come. That's yeah. just life. Yeah. And you know, like the scripture and Psalms talk about, I can be grateful whichever one of those happens. And to remember things aren't always going to be rosy and wonderful. Life's mm-hmm. going to happen. And I'm going to have to learn to walk through that. And when it, the times are tough and challenging, that's okay. Yeah. It's going to get better. You know, it's just a phase and yeah. I can be grateful in that too. And, um, I found it easier to be grateful in difficult times than, than when I first got sober. Um, uh, and I also find it some of the most, you know, the, the greatest times of growth yep. is when I choose to focus on the gratitude and the tough stuff and what I learn about myself. And, uh, you know, we were talking before the show about things we were grateful for. And one of the things we talked about it in recovery and in steps, you know, and, and the steps we've been through is our character defects. Yep. You know, today, when I think about step one, it's not alcohol it's usually my character defects and they're not as prominent as they used to be but they're still there yeah and as i think about gratitude and and changing how i respond to the world around me when things are good or bad is taking that pause to think about why am i responding how am i responding why do i feel the way i do what do i need to be grateful for yeah i I don't respond the way i used to anymore Mm -hmm. I, i know to pause and to think do i do it perfect no yeah. You, you can ask my wife and kids. I don't, but I'm a lot better than I used to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I think when I think about the trials and tribulations that I have been through, growth comes through growth, meaning through trials, tribulations. And in my life, the times I'm closest to God and I'm seeking God, as the word says, when you seek me with your whole heart, wholeheartedly, you will find me. Well, from my own experiences, when everything is rosy and everything is going good, I don't know that we're seeking God. And I'll raise my hand, the guy behind the mic. I don't know that I seek him as diligently as I do when I'm going through the trials, the tribulations, when I was going through trying to recover from alcoholism, just that whole process. I don't know that I ever was, had experienced God at that level. There was a lot of things that I said about God, but I had never experienced God. If someone Mm -hmm. said to me, is God good? I would have said, oh yeah, God is, God is great. Well, I had to be allowed to plunge into the sin, the shame, alcoholism, all of that pain to realize that God is good and that God's steadfast love endures. It endures forever. He loved me when I was in rehab. He loved me when I was at my lowest and he loved me when I got out of rehab. And there's a lot of things that are said about God on all platforms. One of the things that I try to remember and I tell myself this every day is that God loves me 
and I know he loves us all, but I have to make God personal to really experience the gratitude and the brevity and the depth of his love that he loves me. He loves me enough that he gave me the grace, the mercy and the healing to recover from alcoholism. I think, um, you know, I was sitting here reading Philippians four, six through seven, as you were talking and it talks about, uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And when I began to be thankful, this, even in the tough situations, right? My character defects aren't as glaring because my character defects want to make it about me and I want to get resentful and I want to get bitter and I want to get angry and mm-hmm. I want to blame. Yeah. And you know, and I'm the one, I'm the victim. Yep. This scripture tells me I don't have to be that way. And the way not to do that for my mind to be protected is mm-hmm. to be thankful yep. and to be grateful and to focus on that. And Christ will take care of the rest. Yeah. I, I agree with you. And One of the things that I often think about is walking in the freedom and the real life and liberty that Christ provides. Because so many times with religion today, it tells us we must do this to get that. And it's all of these things, this tech, this uh, checklist of busyness when our heavenly father really just desires relationship with us he already knows we got a lot of stuff going on right he understands our character defects and i think through gratitude you begin to walk in freedom liberty that christ earned for us through his finished work on the cross we're going to talk more about this in just a few moments on the other side we'll be back with more of from beer to the bible right here on the word 100.7 fm Finding addiction help is intensely personal, and the differences in options may not be immediately clear. Hampton Ministries was founded with the intent to provide people struggling with substance and behavioral issues with guidance to find the best environment for their well-being and recovery. Our main focus is to help those who use drugs and alcohol to break free and learn to cope with life circumstances. Hampton Ministries provides a rehab welcome kit to provide crucial resources to make their journey a success. Utilizing Lonnie Hampton's principles of character, work ethic, and selflessness, participants learn to hold themselves accountable. We want to help each individual obtain the life skills necessary to live a happy, successful, sober life. If you or a loved one is wrestling with substance abuse and needs help finding treatment or to donate, please visit HamptonMinistries.org. That's HamptonMinistries.org. Welcome back to From Beer to the Bible. Here's your host, Irvin Lee. Welcome back. This is Irvin Lee, your host of From Beer to the Bible. I've got my co-host Scott with me today, and we're discussing and appreciating all that gratitude has done for us in our active uh, recovery from alcoholism. Scott, uh, any closing comments, and then we'll wrap up. I think, yeah, my, my closing comment would be to not underestimate the power of gratitude in, in your life uh, and the impact it can have. Even uh, studies are coming out now from a, a medical perspective and science perspective about the way the brain works, that when we focus on gratitude, there is a change in the way we physically operate. 
that becomes healthier, and that can only impact both our mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Uh, and, you know, like the scripture I just read in Philippians, it, it talks about focusing on thankfulness. Yep. And our hearts and our minds will be protected through Christ Jesus. Yep. And, and for me, I want us to think on eternal things. And I start with the cross and the freedom that the author and finisher of our faith, Jesus Christ, won for us so that I then start by being thankful that we have life in Christ, not only today, tomorrow, but forever. We thank you guys for joining us, and this has been a rich discussion around gratitude. You can get the book at FromBeerToTheBible.com. You can support our ministry at HamptonMinistries.org. And I want to leave you today with the love, I love you, the faith is in Christ Jesus, and the hope is found in the Lord our God. May God always richly bless you. Thank you for listening to From Beer to the Bible with host Irvin Lee. To learn more, visit FromBeerToTheBible.com. There you can catch past episode podcasts and find other resources. That's FromBeerToTheBible.com.